This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, ESPN's... uh, uh, their NFL Nation. Yeah, um, a group of all their now that, coverage guys. It's a, yeah, it's everybody that covers their teams. Um, went through and had all their writers come up with a little blurb on each one of the, the team's first-round draft picks. Okay. Uh, so there's 32 comments on yeah, these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to go through some of the, the I wonder if like, the Rams and teams that didn't have one have some kind of blurb on Tutu Atwell or whatever. I guess I we'll get to know. that. I guess we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's go down through this here. Uh, obviously, the number one pick in the draft was Trevor Lawrence. Um, they have a quote here from uh, Shaquille Griffin, uh, who, of course, uh, came oh, okay. comes over from the, uh, the Se- uh, Seahawks. From Seattle, New yeah. Corner, right. Uh, and talking about uh, Trevor Lawrence, their number one pick, uh, he said, it's insane to see that so early. Uh, he talked about his patience and his steady improvement, his ball placement. It's just insane to see that early in a, so early in a quarterback. You're talking about coming into the league with so much high hopes, and he's proving it. Okay. Uh, all reports I've heard from him have been very positive. Obviously, this sort of session, without live bullets and people getting hit, is going to favor someone that looks and throws as well as some as the first overall pick. Yeah. I did hear today, which is was kind of odd, and maybe he regrets saying it the way he did, but I think their offensive, new offensive coordinator said, we have not decided on our starting quarterback yet. Like, come on. Yeah, you yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could probably could have phrased it better and said, nothing's given here. We're super excited about Trevor. You yeah. know, I mean, he's a man. We know that. Um, Zach Wilson with the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Robert Sala described him as unflappable. Okay. Well, he better be. I was going to say good. <laughs> that, that would be a word I would want to hear if I was a Jets fan because he's going to have a tougher go of it. I mean, yeah. they're not a finished product. And more importantly, at BYU, I don't know if he's flappable or not because he was never under pressure. They, they didn't play anybody. That, that was my biggest concern. That could flap him. Yeah. <laughs> big old 25-year-old offensive line with Brady Christensen, and he was rarely under pressure against a bad uh, schedule. So he's going to be under pressure here. I yeah. hope he is unflappable. He's also little. You know, yeah. he's going to get hit. His body doesn't have a lot of protection. Uh, Rich Samini, who's the reporter uh, for ESPN uh, NFL Nation uh, for the Jets, said that Wilson did have a, a couple of shaky practices. Okay, I mean that's to be expected. Yeah, it's to be expected. Um, one other guy there, Elijah Moore, has been the one stealing the headlines. Yeah, yeah. That everyone's talking about, which I could certainly see. The third pick was uh, Trey Lance with the Forty ers um, Kyle Shanahan uh, didn't make any sweeping conclusions about Lance, but was pleased with how the rookie adapted to, to all that was thrown his way, including, I think, they're tr- trying to tweak his throwing motion a little bit. I think he's been doing that on his own yeah. s- since he sat out basically the whole year and working with quarterback coaches and is continuing from what I understand. I think Jimmy's a starter there yeah. right this minute because yeah. they're a contender. Um, but I, f- I do find it interesting. Man, this guy needs to sit. He's coming from a small school. You don't want him to sit for two years. Right. Not, <laughs> I mean, you're not going to have the opportunity. Yeah. He hasn't played football in a while. Yeah. I mean. if, he, if he sits two years, I mean, are three preseason games going to be – first of all, you got Jimmy coming back off of an injury. Right, right, right. So he needs to play some football. Their reps in preseason and you know, running with the ones will be yeah. really interesting. How do you balance now versus tomorrow? And 
the, the last thing Lance needs to do is not play football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. he's, he's done that for a long time. <laughs> uh, number four was Kyle Pitts with the Falcons. Uh, he said uh, the uh, writer's Michael Rothstein. He says, so far, Pitts is exactly what the Falcons expected, a playmaker. Yeah. So yeah. he made some rookie mistakes. Um, in fact, uh, first-year coach Arthur Smith made him run a lap for an error in one minicamp practice. Mm. And we know tight ends have a, a mental adjustment. They have to know the protections and all those things. But is he really a tight end? I'd say that I would just keep things simple for him. I don't think he's going to be in pass pro too often. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Or and it would shock and, me if yeah. it, any of the quotes weren't, wow, he's exactly. I mean, this is a perfect setting for him. Yeah. Uh, Same with the next guy, really. Yeah. The Bengals with Jamar Chase. Um, I guess they did a. Uh, one stretch of a seven-on-seven seven se- session at the end of the, their minicamp. Um, Joe Burrow went to Chase a bunch of times with no incompletions. Okay. That might speak more about the Bengals' defense than it does <laughs> That's a good point, anything. Too, right. Um, and we don't know exactly know the depth of route targets and yeah, all those things. But, but he's, uh, yeah. he's, he's a good player. He's a good player. He's yeah. only 21 years old. He's another one that hasn't played for a while. I would bet there's some times where he looks a little lost early in the season, but he's really physically imposing. I think he's going to be a stud. Uh, Jalen Waddle went six to the Dolphins. Uh, the first line here is Waddle's speed is for real. Well, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised by that. Uh, he did have a 40-yard uh, deep completion uh, in the mandatory minicamp from Tua Tagliavolo. Uh, I can never yeah. pronounce his name. I never do. It's just Tua. Yeah. Um, and he ran away from defenders. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my hunch is if we were covering the Dolphins, we'd be talking about this a lot. Like, we knew he was fast, but seeing it in person is a little different. Yeah. You know, whenever he's making fast people look slow, and, you know, if he would be running past Joe Hayden and, you know, accomplished NFL players, I think that's what he is right now. Yeah, you know? I agree. I don't know if he'll yeah. catch a ton of balls his first year, but he's going to make an impact. Uh, at seven, it was Panay Sewell with the Lions. Uh, that's got to be a tough one. He tested positive uh, and missed a rookie minicamp. Um, yeah. From COVID-19, uh, he's switching from left to right tackle. Mm-hmm. They, there's some growing pains there. Um, we'll see. I say he'd be a hard one to comment on because I knew yeah. he missed the one camp. He's not going to blow people off the ball in, in OTAs. Yeah, you're not, that's, you know, that's right. the thing. You know, I saw there were some people talking about the Steelers' offensive lineman. This guy didn't look good. And that guy, how, how do you I, know? I'm sorry. I'm yeah. not commenting on anybody. The only th- comment I can make on offensive linemen from minicamp – or the OTA sessions is okay. That guy looked athletic. Yeah, right, right. Or right. he looked out of shape. Right, Outside yeah. of that, right. Maybe he could drop ten pounds. I, I, <laughs> right. Exactly. I got nothing for you because they're not on pads. They're no. not blocking. There's a lot. For, I, mean, I don't think this is divulging too many secrets. It's a lot of walk through pace for yeah. the offensive linemen. They got a lot to learn. They're the pass the rushers aren't learn. coming off the ball. No, I mean, they're not even really in full pads, and they're not banging, and they're trying to just learn who to block. I mean, I, I've been I've been asked several times now about somebody else's report on how the offensive linemen looked in, in minicamp. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Right. Until they I'm, put the pads on, I'm not commenting on it. I'm not going to make up something just to make something up. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the offense – it's a teaching time for them more than anything. Yeah. It's not a timing with the route combinations and things like that or – Going up and high pointing the ball. I mean, it's a hard thing to evaluate. Uh, J.C. Horn went to the Panthers at eight. Uh, and the David Newton writes, let's just say former South Carolina cornerback, the former South Carolina quarterback is the real deal. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, He's I, a I mean, down cornerback who allow the Panthers to play more man-to-man coverage than they did a year ago. That's what I was going to say. Is yeah. I think they'll play a lot more man. You know, their off their offseason shows that they want to do that. Um, I would imagine he's going to follow the Mike Evans and Michael Thomases, yeah. and, you know, and there'll, there'll be, be some growing pains. There'll be some tough sledding, right? Yeah. Right. Maybe he matches up on Kyle Pitts. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting in that division. Uh, Patrick Sertain went to the Broncos at nine, another cornerback, and uh, they said that uh, the writer Jeff Legowald, uh, who's a friend, said that. Uh, Football maturity was one of the reasons why they, they liked him so much, uh, and he's shown every bit of that is to be true. Um, he, he stepped right in and to be expected. Doesn't, doesn't look out of place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's his M.O. They have so many corners, I don't even know if he'll start. You know? Well, that's the thing. He says he's consistently worked with the starters, and there were times where he lined up at left cornerback, at right cornerback, and in the slot. Interesting. Yeah, they have a lot of weapons at that cornerback position. You know, if you're going to come out with four wide, they're one of the teams that can put four corners out yeah. there and deal with it. Uh, Devontae Smith went to the Eagles at 10. Um, he said <laughs> the, the first line is from Tim McManus is, Smith has a very real chance of being the Eagles' leading receiver as a rookie. I think there's a chance of that, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if it's Dallas Goddard. I don't think it'll be Rager. Yeah. Yeah. He'll have to adjust to the physicality of the game, but he did it well at the SEC level. Really good route runner. Again, I mean, it, these are the reports you're expecting to hear from these guys, and it's good. Yeah. At 11, Justin Fields went to the Bears. They traded up to get him, and uh, he worked as the number two quarterback behind veteran Andy Dalton throughout the entire offseason program. Um, said in terms of physical ability. That's noteworthy because they do have Nick Foles. I mean, he could right, be yeah. three, you know, yeah. they got another guy. Uh, Fields can do it all uh, physical, physically. He showed off his powerful and accurate arm. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I liked a lot about him. Um, they're taking it slow with him, though. Yeah. That's a lot of talk of is he the starter, is he not, and – I think it won't be long, but who knows. Um, Darnell Mooney, their second-year receiver, came out and said something like, and I don't think he was trying to bash Trubisky, but basically like, I haven't seen deep balls like that. In my, oh, that's, what he, that's, what, right. that's what he does. The I mean, accuracy and yeah. the velocity and the you know down the field. At uh, 12, Michael Parsons went to the Cowboys. Um, they said if Parsons is a week one starter, the Cowboys will make him earn it. By the way, he performed at OTAs and minicamp. He'll push for a lot of playing time wherever the Cowboys use him. Yeah, there's more. I mean, they drafted Jabril Cox, who we kind of like. They have two guys that are incumbent. Their defense, say what you want about it, they got a lot of linebackers. Yeah. I think he may be a true 3 4 outside linebacker type on throwing down. Yeah. You know, stand up from a two point stance and rush the passer. Uh, Rashawn Slater went at 13 to the Chargers. Uh, Shelly Smith guy, writes yeah. that Slater is solid, if not a bit smaller than you would expect. Yeah, I bet he's not. People have seen him. Don't go. Wow, he looks apart. Yeah. You know, but he's going to be a tough eval, and just like we talked about with Penny. So yeah. Uh, the next pick was Elijah Vera Tucker to the Jets. I mean, a guard's going to be yeah. tough too. Uh, Samini says they haven't anointed him yet as the starting left guard, but that's a fade accompli. Uh, he took all the first-team reps in 12 off-season practice, practices, demonstrating balance, agility, and smarts that prompted the Jets to trade up and get him. Yeah, I mean, I just like what they did. If you're going to draft Wilson at two, you got the left side of your line now young and set, and you went and got Elijah Moore, a route runner type that should adjust well early in the you know yeah. Wilson's career. Uh, 15 is Mac Jones to the Patriots. He took number two reps behind Cam Newton throughout the team's mandatory minicamp. Um the Patriots are throwing a lot at him and seeing how he responds. His teammates are impressed, according to uh, Mike Rice. Yeah, everything I've heard is Jones was more impressive than Cam. 
I think Cam's going to start. Yeah. I mean, you, you build a two tight end offense and what they've done and Belichick's history. I don't know if we'll hear from Mac Jones for a while. Uh, sixth team was Avon Collins to the Cardinals. Uh, he was installed as one of the Cardinals starting inside linebackers before offseason practices began. Uh, and his apparently uh, he's being paired with uh, second-year linebacker Isaiah Simmons on the inside. Pretty formidable of, duo. Yeah, a lot of speed, but young. And I'm sure there'll be growing pains. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be mistakes. But we talked about you know Slater looking the part. I mean, imagine those two running around in shorts and T-shirts or whatever, yeah. and the length and the speed and the change of direction. They could have something there. It'd be tough to play against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Seventeen, Alex Leatherwood to the Raiders. It was one of the surprise picks in the draft. And uh, Paul Gutierrez writes, uh, Leather, Leatherwood looked perhaps a tad uneasy at right tackle at the start of OTAs, maybe because he was a career left tackle at Alabama. Um, by the end of minicamp, he appeared to be settling in as the starter. Okay. I mean, just that quote, Paul Gutierrez does good work. I'm not bashing him. Yeah. But – are you really sure he looked uneasy at right tackle, blocking no one? Unless he had trouble know? coming out of his stance or getting <laughs> right, into right. his stance. Or, or did he say that on Zoom call? Yeah. I mean, he's not really playing football, and I'm not sure he would look uneasy. Uh, Jalen Phillips went to the Dolphins at 18. Uh, so there's a clear road for Phillips to become a week one starter with a strong training camp, and he should step in as a hybrid edge rusher who plays both 3-4 outside linebacker and 4-3 defensive end. I think he will acclimate really quickly yeah. in the league. and. They may have got a really good one there. Uh, Jamin Davis with the with the uh, Washington football team went 19. I bet he's impressive in person. Uh, he worked at middle linebacker all spring, uh, a role he filled at Kentucky, but there's more involved up at the position with Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they want to see if he can handle calling signals. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a lot on the plate of a rookie. That's a lot on the plate. You know, we've seen that with Bush. People don't realize Devin White is still a work in progress. Roquan Smith's just starting to get that in his third season. I'm sure he looks unbelievably impressive running around the speed and, you know, on the field without the physicality. But, you know, having that guy quarterback the defense is going to be a stretch for any rookie linebacker. Yeah. At 20, it was Kadarius Toney to the Giants. This is um, his type of environment. Yeah. Um, he was explosive and showed the ability to change directions and accelerate at a moment's notice. The only problem was he didn't see it often at Giants camp because he couldn't find a cleat fit at rookie minicamp. Skipped OTAs because of his fa- his contract and wasn't signed. Uh, then had a family emergency during minicamp. That doesn't bode flags, well. Dude. Yeah, those are some flags because he, he's considered a really raw receiver prospect, and everyone wants to say, "Well, he's a quarterback turned receiver." That was like four years ago. <laughs> that didn't happen last training camp. Yeah, that, that puts He's also. got a lot of inconsistencies. There's also knocks on him at Florida of running wrong routes and freelancing. And uh, he's not really for me. Yeah. 21 was Quiddy Pay with the uh, Colts. Um, Pay, who had 11 and a half sacks in his four seasons at Michigan, yeah. worked with the starters at defensive end during the offseason workouts. The Colts didn't hold a mini camp. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. He'll likely be the there, starter right? along with Taekwon Lewis on the other side in week one, barring poor play during training camp. That is not exactly uh, ideal. Uh, Quiddy Pay and, and Taekwon Lewis. No, right, right. I mean, you can see why they addressed it. They're, they're weak there. Yeah. Justin Houston's gone. Uh, their second round pick was a defensive end, too, but he's not going to play this year, probably. I don't know. I, I don't expect immediate help there. Yeah, that's not a great pass rushing duo. You know, no. Counting on the guy who had 11 and a half sacks in four, four seasons. Four years, right. 
Uh, Caleb Farley with the Titans has not been on the field with the team as he continues to rehab from a back procedure he had in March. Um, he's just primarily working with uh, strength and conditioning coach uh, Frank Periano. Uh, the plan is for him to be ready at the start of training camp, but this was you know, missing the entire offseason program. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, that's yeah. for sure. He didn't play last year either. I assume they knew this was coming when they drafted him. Yeah. Get him ready for camp is the goal, but you wish that was a little bit better news. Uh, 23, it was Christian Derisaw to the Vikings. Uh, he missed time in the spring while recovering from a groin stain, strain and off-season surgery. He had to repair core muscle uh, core muscle injury six months ago. Hmm. So, again. Yeah. Not great. Not great. I mean, they're going to count on him to be a starting left tackle. Yeah. It's early. I mean, we got a long time till kickoff. Don't get me wrong. But some of these starting your careers with inconsistency things you don't love to hear and you know, Darisaw's playing temperament was really good against ba- good teams and eh, not so great against bad teams. You know, yeah. some of these things carry over to these type of headlines. Obviously, we've talked a lot about the 24th pick, Najee Harris, uh, yeah. with the Steelers. Um, so we'll move on. Beat reporter Daryl Lawley gives us a thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. 25 uh, is Travis Etienne, the running back with the uh, Jaguars. Uh, they're playing him in the slot. He's lined up receiver in addition to running back. So, um, you know. I kind of get that. Yeah. Just because, Trying to use him as a weapon. Yeah. I mean, I think he can learn more running with the wideouts this time than running back's a hard position to really evaluate this spot. Um, we'll see. I think he'll be a – I hope they, they think he's probably going to be a Kamara-type usage player. Yeah. You know, we'll see. I don't think he's that dynamic or that good in the passing game. At 26, the Browns take Greg Newsom, the cornerback out of uh, Northwestern. I don't know if this is a good or bad one here from Jake Trotter. Listen to this description. Newsom more than stood out during the Browns' minicamp. He nearly intercepted Baker Mayfield for a pick six at the beginning of the week. Then near the end of camp, he picked off Mayfield in a red zone drill, after which his defensive teammates teammates went ballistic. Newsom already has the look of a difference maker in the Cleveland secondary. He's picking off your starting quarterback, though. That's... (laughs) Yeah, but I guess that's good. You know, who knows? I imagine he's could be good. Could be good. Could be Baker throwing him the football. Yeah, Baker trying to pick on him. Did the coaches say, "Hey, throw Newsom's way. We want him to get tested." You know, Artie Burns versus Antonio Brown type of stuff. Yeah, I I don't know. Interesting. Uh, Rashad Bateman then went at twenty-seven to the Ravens. Yeah, heard good things. The way Bateman runs route, he looks like a number one receiver. This off season, he had some drops and missed some practices with muscle issues. Yeah. That's not good. No. But when he was on the field, he got open more consistently than any other Baltimore receiver. Well, <laughs> pff, no duh. Yeah, I will say, though, and again, I'm not there, and some of these reports take with a grain of salt, but there's been a lot of raving about Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Which, I mean, that guy was a top again, 10 pick, if, and he, if you're, he stays healthy. And you'll If see. your receivers stink. Right, right. If he's the know, best of a bad group. If you're, if you're in, if you're in a, a bar and it, it's loaded with threes and a five walks in. <laughs> it's all relative. <laughs> Without question. Uh, at 28, Peyton Turner to the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Uh, the Saints didn't hold a traditional practice sessions during the spring while focusing on conditioning and classroom work, but Turner already sounded enthusiastic about the finer points he's been learning from standout defensive line coach Ryan Nielsen. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing. I mean, yeah, right. trying it to come out involved. of it. Yeah. Uh, 29 was Eric Stokes to the Packers. Uh, how does a pick six in your first NFL minicamp rate as far as strong starts to a career? That's what Stokes did, Stokes did on day three of the Packers' mandatory minicamp. Good. We're getting all excited okay. about guys picking off passes in 
I know. Right. Uh, oh, by the way, Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. Right, right, right. You he know. doesn't throw a whole lot Again, of is he picking off Jordan Love? Is he picking off their, their four-string mm-hmm. quarterback? Um, you tell the four-stringer to throw one up the Stokes to get his confidence up. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's fine. Uh, 30s, Gregory Rousseau to the Bills. Uh, the 21, 2021 season will not be another year away from a game for Rousseau. He'll be ready to contribute in some capacity by the time the regular season comes around, according to Marcel Luis Jacques. Yeah, uh, they've drafted three of these big defensive ends that I think will kick inside at times on in pass rush situations, along with Ed Oliver, they, you know, have an active young third down package. Uh, uh, one thing he does here at the end is Rousseau looks the tart looks the part. Oh, all, yeah. Although he's been somewhat outplayed by second round pick Carlos Basham throughout minicamp. I say Basham might be the better player. Again, it's kind of hard to tell that though. In, in, it is. I it mean, is. we'll see yeah. how that sorts out. Uh, 31, the uh, Ravens' second first-round draft pick was Odefe Owa, uh, formerly known as Jason Owa. Yeah. Uh, Owa's effort and competitive, competitiveness have jumped out at outside linebacker coach Drew Wil- uh, Wilkins. Owens often chases down plays 30 yards downfield and looks fast doing it. Well, I would hope so. He was a 4-4 four, yeah, four yeah. guy or whatever he was. I know he's not a good sack guy, but he is a good effort guy. Yeah, yeah. there's no doubt about that. Uh, his lateral movement is rare and just can't be coached. That's one of the reasons why you take a guy who had no sacks last year at Penn right, State right. Uh, in the first round. I mean, you like. The I don't want Kellen to throw things at me here, but he, uh, can I repeat that again? Oa had no sacks last year at Penn State, and he's he's been drafted to solve the Ravens' pass rush problems. A lot of upside there. I mean, there's no question about that. You like he's chasing plays, but he's got to develop some no moves. No sacks. Did I mention he had no sacks last year at Penn State? Yeah, yeah, you brought that up before. Uh, 32 is Joe Tryon uh, for the Buccaneers. Uh, he missed rookie camp and OTAs after having a knee scope, but was able to participate in the mandatory mini camp. He's got impressive size and athleticism, uh, which you can see in the way he stopped and accelerated in ball drills with outside linebacker coach Larry Foote, coaching the outside backers. Oh, wow. How about okay. that? Wow. I mean, we're talking about individual drills here from a guy that didn't participate much, so not a lot. Again, to go you're, off you're of seeing some of that. Like, you kind of get a look there with the Saints in the box. Like, okay, you can't say a whole lot about guys. Yeah, like guys, yeah, other guys play. who didn't participate. Like, yeah, he looked good in stop-start linebacker drills. Ooh, okay, Fair enough. okay, we'll yeah. See. And they're not counting on him for much this year anyway. I mean, he'll be a rotational guy. They yeah. got their starters. It's a good situation he falls into. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they don't need him to play right away. So no, yeah. no. Some of these guys owe much more is being counted on, including that 24th pick, Najee yeah. Harris. Oh, without question. I mean, uh, I don't think we're breaking any secrets here that he's very impressive in person. I mean, as a runner, as a receiver, effort, energy, his physical makeup, you know, I mean, he certainly looks apart. The way he goes about his business. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's all very impressive. Yeah. And some of these not being around the players or talking to people, um, you know, you hear things like, his work ethics off the chart. You got to hide his helmet. Well, you're starting to get those reports from his new team and teammates too. Yeah, you know, it so wasn't just something that they said just because right. his agent didn't just put it out yeah. there. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, mention to people that he, you he know, works really hard. Yeah, yeah. And some of that, I you're supposed to work hard. It's a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. it's your job. Yeah, you but that doesn't always credit. happen. It doesn't always happen, and some people don't love it, and some people aren't perfectionists about it and you know spend every waking minute thinking of it like so. i made note uh i wrote a thing after minicamp for this or for the steelers you know just kind of my thoughts about it and i mentioned that to me it looks like ben roethlisberger is completely bought into this season mm-hmm. and i said look you know he, he was you know at 
most of the of the I think he missed one or two OTA sessions. Um, and you know how he's out there helping coach up the young guys. The you know the situation that he had where he he took a shot and was back the next day. Yeah, right, right, right. Could have easily sat out the rest of the minicamp. I expected him to when I saw it happen. Somebody somebody in the comments said, "Well, it's just you know it's he's." He's making whatever he's supposed to be there every day. It's not mandatory. It's not if you're, mandatory. If your right. if your job if your boss says, "Hey, we're going to have uh, some mandatory or some some optional uh, team building exercises here," right. but you've been you know hey, look, I've been I'm the most experienced person here. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, right. I don't necessarily need to go back and learn everything all over again. Are you going to go? I mean, again, you're not getting paid any more or less, to, no. you know, depending on where you go, <laughs> right? Whether you go or not. I do think he has by just by. You know, the little we've seen. It looks like he is buying into the new offense, the new style of play, the new offensive line, and his new first-round pick running back. Yeah. You know, and, uh, I think that's the big thing. I think he wanted to be there to get to know those, you know, not just Harris, but Pat Fryermuth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work with the uh, young offensive lineman. Learn the new offense. Fryermuth looked good to me, too. He moved a little bit better than I expected, too. I mean, I think he's... Uh, he runs well. He plucks yeah, the ball for, away for from Penn the State guy. Well. As a Penn State guy, I'm getting the well. I'm getting the looks he here actually, again from Kellen. He actually produced, unlike the the, the Ravens. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He actually runs well, and he produced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, I I think in in a way, and, and I wasn't sure that this would be the case, and, and it was one of the reasons why in the past I said, well, you can't, you don't want to change the offense up on a on a veteran quarterback. Mm-hmm. In some ways, it can be reinvigorating for them. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, he's going to learn it quicker than a young guy. Um, I think it needed to happen, yeah. you know, regardless of what his thoughts on the matter are. Is you need to use the advantages that this new system is going to present to you. And, you know, I mean, I bet Aaron Rodgers resisted a little bit and then realized. He did. I mean, you've, you've right. openly heard him talking about it. You know, that and was a big deal. He's an MVP. Saying, yeah. Boy, this helps. <laughs> you know and, oh, I mean? by the way, they went 13-3 and three the first year. Right, exactly. With the new exactly. offense. So, yeah, it can it can work that way. Oh, it can. I, I am excited to see the, the the changes, and hopefully they stick with them. I think they will because it's there's no reason to get away from it. You have a full camp to install that stuff. And it's going to make everyone's life a lot easier, including the blocking. Yeah, I, I think so, and that's, that's going to be the key. You know, I, I think it's easier. It's not going to be all new. No, they did no, some of this right, stuff right, already, right, you know, yeah. it's, and so it's it's just ba- basically learning some new play names for things, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I think they're going to dress things up. So, you know, you're going to see unbalanced lines and things like that, that just a little bit different yeah. that the defense isn't used to seeing. And they, and they did some of that stuff last year. So it's now it's just a matter of, okay, we're, we're just building on some of the things that we did last year. Right. And it doesn't mean it's super complicated. Right. It's just something new. You know, yeah. And, and the defenses will be have a harder time preparing for it. Uh, one of the things about Canada, he's known as an unpredictable coach. Yeah, I'll you know? say this, you know, and I'll say this because people saw it here. He was the offensive coordinator at Pitt for a season, mm-hmm. and they came in in a lot fewer practices and installed that offense and, and made it work. Yeah, exactly. To exactly. a to a you know to the tune of forty points a game mm-hmm. work. Yeah, so yeah, I I have faith. Yeah, I'm not worried about that part of it. I think you know the team will pick things up, and uh, I don't think we're we'll be Ben talking about boys like learning a new language or no. learning Chinese or something. Yeah, like, I, I hearing Bobby Brister talk about Joe Moore's offense, you know. Yeah, or not right, Joe, right. Joe, Joe Joe Walton. I should Joe say. Walton. Right, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I don't Maybe think we should just like punt on first down and get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> Good but, stuff, dude. Yeah, let's uh, let's call it a week. 
Yeah. We'll be back again next week for you, uh, but that's going to do it for this show. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Kellen here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.